Oh, Mr. Bear, if you came to life, it'd be the best thing ever. Barbie, you stand up. I'm taking your fucking head off. <laughs> you are in the microwave. You see that bat? That's the Barbie bat. That's if you get out of line. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Set it around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. It might be your dad. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Casey, what's this month's theme? One of my greatest dreams as a kid were if my toys could come to life. Specifically stuffed animals, not dolls. Those equal demons. That's fair. That's a fair point. It's, you know, like teddy bear, cute, doll, trying to steal your body. Jay, last week you brought small soldiers and reminded me why I waited until never to watch that again. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, what did you grace us with this week? Oh, man, I went with something a little bit newer, but I still I didn't think this through. This theme is going to weight us heavily towards kids movies. So, yeah, another example of that this week, we watched fucking Pokemon Detective Pikachu starring the voice (laughs) of Ryan Reynolds, I guess. He was in it. And Bill Nye, but not the science guy. Yeah, not the science guy. The underworld guy. The British Bill Nye. (laughs) All right, Dave, before we follow the clues like a yellow fuzzy Sherlock Holmes, we're going to need an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Here's your setup. You are creeping around an old lab looking for clues to the disappearance of your father. Too bad, this is the home of giant methed out frog ninjas who don't really take keenly to intruders. So in the 10 seconds before you become the victim of a violent drug crime, sell us on this movie. Ryan Reynolds and a Pikachu reenact the fly while Bill Nye spies and tells lies to learn to fly. Oh my (laughs) God! That might have been one of the best elevator pictures I've ever heard. Dr. Now Seuss, I'm look it's at you. mostly accurate. Was anyone counting? Because I was just being blown away. <laughs> Five seconds. Dave, that was a work of art. That really was. You need Kinda to be in the moment. It just happened, too. I was, I was three rhymes deep before I realized it was happening, and then we kind of just had to run with it. Yeah, you got to finish that up. That's brilliant. Case, unfortunately, it's too late for me. The methed out frog ninjas have already come for me. Ugh, uh, unfortunately, ew. you had signed up to be my getaway driver for this whole thing because, you know, I helped you move that one time. So now yeah. you got to help me get past the methed out frog. Yeah, you know, that's how it works. It's, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you have, you're trying to get away, but the methed out frog ninjas are surprisingly fast. So you got about 10 seconds before they catch up to the car. Uh, in the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. Wait for 104 minutes for Ken Watanabe to say, no, let them fight. And be disappointed when he doesn't. Also, Ryan Reynolds is an electric rat. Nine seconds. Wow. They could have, and they chose not to. You're right. I'm so disappointed in the Watanabe in this movie. I don't even, I know nothing about Pokemon. I never played any of the games. Nothing. Okay? I know. That 
this would be the perfect film for him to say this in. <laughs> and yet, is it trademarked? I don't think so. Casey, maybe we can help with your understanding of Pokemon if we go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. I don't want to understand them. I want to understand why they didn't put that line in the movie. But sure, <laughs> if you can't answer that, you can explain other things to me. Tim wanted to be a Pokemon trainer, but his mom died and he's estranged from his detective dad. So instead, he just becomes a whiny 21-year-old that doesn't drink for some reason. Especially given the plot of this movie. It uh, doesn't make any sense. Anyway, learning that his father was killed in a car crash, he heads to Rhyme City, bitch. Rhyme, Rhyme City, bitch. I'm so glad you went there. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where he meets a talking electric mouse. It's Pikachu. Jay, everybody knows Pikachu. <laughs> He's the mascot of the whole series. It's in the title of the movie. Plus, you are the only one here who's played the game, right? Are you going to out me like that for real? Right, you're the only one who's actually played. I I started one Pokemon a week ago. I just got my first match. It's very exciting. <laughs> just before Tim beats Pikachu, he inhales some purple gas his dad had just like chilling in his apartment. I Vile. It's 85 and 8. And then <laughs> And then he discovers that he can actually understand Pikachu. He's speaking English. Pikachu's a detective himself and thinks that Tim's dad somehow survived the car crash. But before they can hash out all the details, the duo are attacked by monkeys hopped up on that purple gas shit. Hate it. <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate I, hate I it. can only imagine how you felt with your hated spread <laughs> of monkeys. Didn't like it. After they escape, their investigation leads the duo to an underground battle arena. So basically, you know, dogfighting, right? But with monsters with powers. And Pikachu gets into a fight, but suffering from amnesia, he's not able to use his powers. So by fight, I mostly mean he just panics, it screams a lot, and runs. The cops come and break the party up, but Tim gets the attention of Howard Clifford, who is the founder of a big corporation that only does good things, because that's how corporations work. You think he would, like, afford a better name. Than Howard? <laughs> Howard Clifford. It sounds like you were making up a name and you were going to give yourself three names and then decided that was too much and just let the idea die halfway through. <laughs> Howard is Bill fucking Knight, so put some respect on it, Jay. Howard shows Tim and Pikachu that Mewtwo, the super powerful Pokemon who escaped from his completely above the board lab, had captured Tim's dad and wiped Pikachu's memory. See, Howard hired Tim's dad to discover the source of the purple gas called R. Pikachu, Tim, and their new reporter friend team up to go investigate that lab. And that's where they're attacked in the lab and barely escape. They find Mewtwo, who thanks Pikachu for bringing Tim, as though Pikachu had betrayed Tim and his father. Just then, Howard's people capture Mewtwo, and Pikachu has his solo sadness arc where he leaves because he's just gonna bring trouble. Just wanted to his... go on a bender. Right, right. <laughs> and his sojourn ends up taking him to the crash site, where he finds out that it was Greninja's all along, because... Shocker, it turns out Bill Nye was the evil corporate overlord all along. Who would have fucking guessed, Dave? Everyone guessed. He's always the evil corporate <laughs> overlord. Bill tries to pull a Batman 89 with float balloons, except instead of Joker gas, it's just the, the turn the Pokemon angry R gas from earlier. Math. Perp math. Pokemon math. Pokemon <laughs> Gotta do it all. <laughs> then, Bill uses his magic mind control device to take over the body of Mewtwo and start causing all the people in the city to merge with their Pokemon. That's a really convoluted plot. Convoluted and deeply simple and stupid at the same time. Yes. 
Pikachu defeats Mewtwo. Tim takes the mind control hat off of Bill. And we learn that the duo was right all along. Tim's dad is alive inside of Pikachu. See, Mewtwo saved him when Pikachu offered his body. And then Mewtwo needed Tim to restore him because that's how being someone's son works. You what? Can, like, ma- yeah, you can like magically restore their dad with their body. What? Yes. Where's mind. Pikachu's brain? I guess just gone. Inside of Pikachu. Where's his dad's body? Inside of Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> suiting Pikachu? <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Go on. Oh my god, you really just were a dude painted yellow this whole time. <laughs> How much better would it be if the whole movie was just Ryan Reynolds in like full body paint and just no. demanding everyone to call him Pikachu and turn him like I'm just imagining a Pikachu Pikachu bursting out of Ryan Reynolds' body, a la Frank Reynolds, after it's been laying dead in a field for three days. (laughs) (laughs) Pikachu! I, again, went uh, witch's curse with it. So it was just Reynolds had been cursed by a witch that everyone would see a Pikachu and hear a Pikachu whenever he tried to interact with them. Okay. All right. That could be good. I feel like we have three very different takes on this. Oh, man. That would have been better movies. All would have been much better movies. You had so many options to work with. Why don't people let us make movies? I know. Why Why doesn't anyone consult us first? Right, right. Why do so many of my ideas revolve around witches' curses? I you do have a lot to say about them. They it's just just a really easy plot device. <laughs> you can yeah, do anything just, you want. Anything. The end. You take <laughs> what? what? You can't just be at what? It's magic. It's poker magic. Is Mewtwo a three-fingered Jesus? Mewtwo is okay. a three-fingered clone of Poke Jesus. Wait, okay, wait a minute. No, what happened to the first Mew? Mew Mew is the the original Pokemon and supposedly dead or something. Or I don't know if the original. Whatever. Mewtwo is like a clone of Mew, but also has the genetic material of every Pokemon. So they are a super Pokemon. Because all Pokemon are descended from Mew. Um, somebody found Mew's bones and Jurassic Parked it to make Mewtwo. What happened to the first Mew? It was thought to be extinct and then it showed up again at some point to slap yeah. Mewtwo and then disappeared again. But what? Oh, the, okay, he just was missing a bone, but now he's fully no, it formed? Was, it was a different Mew. <laughs> they found, <laughs> okay. They found, the, okay. they found the bones of a Mew and made Mewtwo, and then another one showed up and was like, the fuck are you doing to my grandpa? Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't just a single Pokemon, it was a type of Pokemon that existed. Who knows? Kind of? Yeah, like, I'm not super up so to date So there's more on than this. one Mew. There was. In all of history, been more than one Mew. I No, fuck you, I have questions. Alternate ending. Ready? Instead of, so everybody, the the Joker gas plan works for a minute, right? And 
a bunch of people get merged with their Pokemon and there's that that moment of panic, like, oh my gosh, are they gonna be stuck this way forever? Right. right? So and then and Did then roll in... all this film. Is this gonna be right. dark now? <laughs> and then and then P- Pikachu defeats uh defeats Mewtwo and Mewtwo comes back to his senses and changes everybody back, right? But what if alternate ending, Mewtwo's like, nah, fam, sorry, you can't undo that shit. It's just done. So uh Deuces. You can't separate a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You'll never get 100% of the <laughs> right. jelly out of the peanut butter and vice versa. You guys are sandwiches now. Deuces. It just leaves. And so now Rhyme City is just like this Chimera City. And it's kind of a hellscape. Okay. So it truly is what its progenitor had dreamed it would become. But he's unable to participate because he didn't get right. to like merge himself with anything before. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, 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 that's really dark. <laughs> it could be darker because if that was real again as soon as they do the polka meth and find themselves in strange bodies everybody's going to start tearing the city apart that's true that's tearing the true. city apart like can you imagine if you were suddenly merged with your dog and discovered you had the ability to emit sonic yelps that could break glass oh my god oh my god <laughs> It's all I would do until I was yes. forcibly stopped. Yeah. All right. Another alternative ending. Ready? They get to the end, and the whole thing is is Mewtwo is like, oh, I need the sun, right? I need the sun. And uh-huh. you find out why. And so he's like, all right, well, we're gonna we're gonna restore your father. But instead of just materializing a body, he transfers Ryan Reynolds' consciousness into Tim's body, and the movie ends with Ryan Reynolds taking over his son's body and Pikachu being fine and Tim being the one that just goes away. Don't have to worry about mailing any more cards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. My brain immediately took this, mashed it up with the ring and turned this into like a whole ongoing thing now. So yeah, now, like, yeah. now, like, Tim's some free-floating spirit that's going to smash into the body of somebody oh. else's Pokemon? No, see, I'm thinking this turns into an eternal Ryan Reynolds, right? He just keeps having kids. Oh. And then he's using Mewtwo to move his, his consciousness into his children. Because, right, there's got to be some kind of genetic constraint that he can only do it into his kids. And so he keeps having kids and keeps taking over their bodies at, like, age 21 and is basically immortal. And a slut. Oh, yeah. Totally. All right. I prefer my alternate ending where Mewtwo just undoes everything, but with specifically Ryan Reynolds, he fucks up and he puts the Pikachu consciousness in the Ryan Reynolds body and the Ryan Reynolds consciousness <laughs> stays in the Pikachu body. You see Ryan Reynolds just shitting in a litter box. Yeah, absolutely. Pika, it's, Pika. Just, it's just a full-size Ryan Reynolds running around. Pika, 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 Pika. And then a little Pikachu running after him like, God damn it, like the ghost that's watching a zombie fuck up his body. He's yeah. totally nude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's wiping his ass on cedar chips in like a playground. Absolutely. And it, that should have been the TV show, right? A little just, up in the right, ears. Scoot, right. scoot, scoot, hands. It, an exasperated Pikachu desperately trying to keep this Ryan Reynolds body with the consciousness of a rat from murdering them both. Okay. I don't know why this made me think of this, but can I just complain about a continuity error of the size of Pikachu compared to the size of the hat on his head, which was supposed to be 
Ryan Reynolds had sighed. It did something wasn't lining up for me. No, the the hat was always Pikachu's hat. Um, yeah. Why did it have Ryan Reynolds' name on it? So if the Pikachu got lost, it would be returned to him. That was no, no, it was no. Like his that version was of a dog hat. Type. No, because the uh, journalist girl was like, "I've never seen a Pokemon wear clothing willingly," implying that that was the first hint that there was a human inside of him. Detective Pikachu is a thing. He's a Pikachu that wears a hat. He's the only one that will. He likes. I don't believe hat. it. I don't believe it. It's still yeah. Ryan Reynolds. He just doesn't want to pay child support. <laughs> <laughs> he just refuses to talk to his son and says, Pika Pika. <laughs> because he's cheapa cheapa. I definitely support the the implied theory that Ryan Reynolds had somehow abused this Pikachu into wearing a hat. No <laughs> yeah, like Appa. Uh, there's a couple other implied scenes from this movie that I, I as you mentioned earlier, uh, Pikachu, while still inhabited by Ryan Reynolds, going to a bar and getting absolutely shit faced. That happened on his solo sojourn, right? Right, had to. We didn't, had to. We didn't point the camera at it. I wanted to see point. it. I want to see him sing Friends in Low Places. <laughs> people like booing him and telling him to shut the fuck up. Piano man. She's always a woman to me. The most passive aggressive song ever written. Ladies, do not fuck Billy Joel. The one for me, though, that was the the implied scene that I just desperately wish we'd gotten. So the Howard Clifford, the head of state and figurehead of everything in this city, also hosts the news with his son, right? And at the very beginning of the movie, he and his son co-host a news thing. And the broadcast end, and his son starts ripping into him for calling himself a visionary icon, which is when I decided that I was going to riot if the film made the son the villain. Because, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, don't call yourself a visionary icon, you dick. That is a really <laughs> egregious, self-aggrandizing move. Absolutely. So it's just a couple minutes of the son ripping into his dad for this, and then dad takes off in his wheelchair, and we discover that dad's pokemon is a ditto that transforms into human shapes i yeah freaked out about that yeah and dad's son shouted after him nobody likes your pokemon but i heard in my brain everyone knows you fuck your pokemon (laughs) (laughs) ew i Oh man, that makes everybody that have a ditto really. Oh no. Oh no. I don't think yeah. all dittos can transform into human shapes because there's a line in the movie about how his uh, is was special from the special. genetic testing. Yeah, they did genetic testing on it. So I don't know if all of them can do it. Um, it's disturbing. Yeah, the son is kind of made out to be an asshole throughout the movie, which he definitely is. He's, he's 100% sure. an asshole. I thought they were going to try to make him kind of a good guy for calling out Bill Nye for being an atrocious dick. But then the son is also a terrible person and treats his assistants like shit. So I'm like, oh, good. There's no good people in this movie. And I was proven right. There was no good people in this movie. Well, he's a dick. Yes, absolutely. But he tears into his father for referring to himself as a visionary icon. 100% correct. He tells his intern, no, we're not going to report on a story that you heard somewhere and have no source for. 
which is good news. That's yeah. true. And That's when true. it's discovered that his corporation is behind all of the Pokemeth, he immediately devotes all of his company's resources to cleaning it up and being fairly open about it, other than telling how his own personal part of it's going to be reported on. Yeah, he's a dick, but he's still mostly a good guy in the movie's universe. Well, he's clearly doing it for profit, though, not for right. because it's the quote-unquote right thing to do. He's doing it because he knows that he's about to get a bunch of bad publicity. So he's trying to get ahead of it so that he can allow the company to survive to make money. Don't put his intentions in terms of right and wrong, but it's clearly in terms of power and what's profitable. He's a shark. Right, right. Which is why he manipulates the news by telling the reporter to close with a positive statement about him and tells her specifically what to say. <laughs> yeah that's, that's it's okay. propaganda through their own propaganda system but it's not okay when his dad does it right so so i'm i'm not saying that he's as bad as his dad but he's not the good guy in this i mean when his dad did it it was explicitly lying he is spinning uh, it, yeah, which is it, just absolutely lying, not as bad which we we put a nice label on so we can feel more comfortable about it i he okay. One, well, we're going deeply into analyzing a minor character from a fucking kids <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right. Well, look. If we're going to talk about the dystopian nature of the city, I have a question. Are you mm -hmm. assigned your Pokemon based on your job, or is there a social pressure to choose a job appropriate for your Pokemon? Well, the idea is that <clears throat> this is supposed to be the enlightened city. They don't capture them in pokeballs and enslave them like they do elsewhere here they cohabitate so people just Ew. naturally pair up uh, is what they say with pokemon what i was wondering is is it still portrayed as a partnership between a specific pokemon and a specific human right, like right. pikachu is partnered with ryan reynolds the snubble is partnered with ken watanabe uh so you know it's it's, it's a one-to-one -one. your pokemon doesn't go off to its own job during the day it's with you at your thing. Oh, that's true. Right. But then all of the firefighters that we see have Squirtle Pokemon. Right. Blastoise. Is, or was it Blastoise? Or... It, was Squirt, uh, it was Squirtle on the, the firefighting squad on the news. Gotcha. That made me first think of this. Because right. there was like four Squirtle and four Pokemon. So it's implied that those are their specific Pokemon. So... Did they become firemen and then get restricted to explicitly Squirtles, or did they partner up with a Squirtle and get told, now you have to be a fireman? No, I think it was like, someone else may own that Squirtle, but that Squirtle goes to work as a firefighter. As just as humans choose their jobs, so do the Pokemon. You'll see your partner when you get home. I mean, do they choose their jobs? Because they, they do show Blastoises in the background fighting fires. So, right, I like... They have like a natural proclivity for for a particular career choice, and so right. is it a natural proclivity or is it a social pressure that encourages oh, them? Right, right, yeah. I mean, if, if we're gonna overanalyze, we're gonna fucking right. overanalyze. All right, yeah. yes. Okay, let me analyze this. Ken Watanabe. How about Ken Watanabe? Because where was he in this movie? Right. When I okay. see Ken Watanabe on your cast list, I want to see him on the cast list. I want to see him. I want to spend time with him. Where was he? Instead of him just being a detective that shows up a couple of times and contributes to the plot but doesn't 
doesn't really tell us that they can fight. They tell us they can fight. What a premium opportunity. He plays Ryan Reynolds boss. And yeah, he exists at the beginning of the movie to give the protagonist keys to the apartment. And at the (laughs) end of the movie to just kind of remind you that he was here. That's his role (laughs) in the film. And if we tie both of those plots together, right? We notice that Ken Watanabe, a cop, has a bulldog-like, you know, because all of the cops had dog Pokemon types. Oh, man, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like an astrology thing where, like, fire attracts fire. You know what I mean? So, like, there's different types of people, different type of Pokemon. I think it's, you know... Okay. But if you get a career change or like a midlife crisis, do you get a different Pokemon? Gotcha. So right, that's what I'm wondering. Or is it like Corvettemon? Go. Is everyone just oh like you have B positive blood, so obviously you're gonna go for like an artistic job and get this <laughs> chicken Pokemon that has feather quills? That's very Japanese of you, Day. <laughs> I did. I I I just have a lot of questions as to the nature of the the Pokemon work in this Rhyme City utopia that they have. Sure. Uh, sure. But yeah, on the point of Ken Watanabe, I'm furious that you set up an entire fucking movie where Pokemon and their partners get fused into one, and then you couldn't give me one goddamn scene of a cute little pitbull Pokemon acting like Ken Watanabe. <laughs> Not one. You put him in there, and then you did nothing with it. Nothing. To what end did you set all of this up if the only Pokemon fusion you are going to show us is Ryan goddamn Reynolds in a Pikachu? Well, and Bill Nye in a Mewtwo. Oh, yeah, and Bill Nye in a Mewtwo. Forgot about that. Right, because one of the things we didn't talk about is that that Bill Nye, well, we briefly mentioned that Bill Nye was in a wheelchair. And so part of this was him to get, you know, quote unquote, get his legs back. But he considered this the ultimate evolution of humanity, and it was some weird eugenics thing? I don't know. I don't it wasn't know. really a eugenics thing. He was jealous of the fact that Pokemon have the ability to evolve into a better version of themselves. Like yeah, physically okay. change into. Sure. And he wanted yeah. to extend that same ability to humans. Okay, then dissolve your corporation and give everyone a living wage. <laughs> and then <laughs> we can evolve Casey. into our best yeah, selves, yeah, you mean... cunt. We very explicitly have the ability to evolve into better versions of its of ourselves. It just requires time and resources. We don't like the way you got to do it because evolution takes time. Okay, but how much more likely would you be to conduct self-care rituals like exercise and a good diet if one day in the middle of your workout you would suddenly start glowing and just turn into a physically better version? <laughs> I won't even commit to abs, Dave, so not likely. I'm not going to evolve. So, like, one day you're just working out, and then you just, like, evolve into be ripped like Schwarzenegger? Yes! <gasps> yes! A hundred percent. Especially if I get a little progress indicator letting me know how close I am to it. That's true. That's true. Okay, so is is living in Rhyme City worse than living in another JRPG? Question mark? I mean, yeah, absolutely. There's people walking around with Psyducks, which are (laughs) in-universe depicted as being psychic bombs prepared to go off at any minor inconvenience. Oh, I like that one. That was my favorite Pokemon. They're stress-triggered. I loved the Psyducks depiction. I don't want to work in a building with one. (laughs) 
Wait, I just go to what does he do? He he erupts and then you just take a nap for a while? Uh from what I understand, I mean what it implied in the, the movie is that stress makes him get a headache, and when he gets a super bad headache, he explodes a psychic bomb that does a ton of damage. It killed three Greninjas. Did it kill him or knock him out? I'm just saying I wouldn't be opposed to sharing a workspace with that one because when you're the most stressed is when you need a nap the most. So, like, to have that co-worker of when, you know, management starts putting unrealistic expectations, you just take a nap for an hour. I get. I don't want to live in a world where corporate espionage is conducted by Pokemon ninjas with tongue-based kung fu. No, those were different. There were, the licky ones were different. There was ones that were just giant tongues because he got accosted on the train by someone's licking Pokemon, which whoever owns that Pokemon, if it's based on your personality, if it chooses you, you're a nasty person and I'm judging you. Wait, Casey. Look up the Greninja. G-R-E Ninja. No. I'm talking about the licky ones on the train. And I'm telling you, if you look up a picture of the Greninja... And understand that that is not a scarf around its neck. What? <laughs> no. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, their tongue yeah. goes all the way around their neck and then flutters behind them. So they're into choking themselves, too? I That's guess. disgusting. <laughs> Casey, the Pokemon you want is Jigglypuff. She sings you to sleep. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. That's, That's the Pokemon, Pokemon within me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but what was the Pokemon on the train that was just licking? That's a Lickitung. Okay. What? So if you have lick a Lickitung? Tongue. tongue or ton? Tongue. T-U-N-G. Okay. So if you have a Lickitung as your Pokemon that chooses you, you need... You nasty. Jesus, <laughs> you need to reevaluate your life. What job do you use that at? Hmm? Hmm? You know everybody that works at the glory hole in the basement of that titty bar because they all have lick-a-tongues. Okay, I'm seeing a note in your... Uh, I'm seeing a note here that says Danny DeVito could have been Pikachu in all caps. Do you mean a live action? Do you mean for this movie? What does that mean? He right. was floated as the voice for... Uh, and people got a petition trying to get the studio to that sign would be scary. Danny DeVito as, as Pikachu. <laughs> and I want Danny DeVito as Frank Reynolds as Pikachu. <laughs> I do. I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Um, uh, yes, to Frank Reynolds as Pikachu for the specific characterization. And also because in the movie, there's a bunch of flashback sequences where we see Tim's dad before we know that it's Ryan Reynolds. And they hide that it's Ryan Reynolds by having him kind of like hunch over and like wear ball caps all the time and shit to hide his face. Can you imagine if they had to try and hide the fact that it's Danny DeVito penguin (laughs) waddling under that? They would just have to use like a really tall guy as a decoy. Like, yeah, I always picture myself way taller than I am. That would have been so good. They bring him back at the end, and it's just, Mewtwo, what the fuck? I was six foot five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and oh. I had $20,000 in my bank account. <laughs> that actually could have been a really classy joke, because then he could have pulled out a picture of Schwarzenegger from Twins, right? 
And then it could have been it. it could have been a callback no. to fucking twins. No, just use Schwarzenegger in all the flashbacks. <laughs> You're making a more expensive movie, but I like yeah. it. That's what we do over here. But also like how you know that it was Ryan Reynolds was your dad as soon as his voice and snark came out of Pikachu, you would instantly know it's Frank Reynolds. (laughs) As soon as he meets the reporter chick and comments on her yams. (laughs) So, you know. Get to the end of the movie and Mewtwo is like, okay, I can put you back in your body. No, it's better this way. No one complains when I'm in the trash. I look up a woman's skirt and she just laughs instead of hitting right. me. Right. <laughs> he'd get really, he'd be much better at Nightcrawlers, too. Oh my God, he'd be great at Night. Okay, now right. I just want this episode right. of Always Sunny where Frank gets turned into a Pikachu <laughs> and Charlie's the only one who can understand him. Yeah. Oh my God. See? See? Except it turns out at the end that Frank was just out of town and this was a rat that had climbed into a bucket of paint. <laughs> okay, I have an idea. What if this was the first part of the Pokemon slash Nintendo Cinematic Universe? I refuse to accept it unless Super Mario is canon. <laughs> I, uh, that has to be the Iron Man of this universe. All right, all right. Okay, how about this? How would you like to watch Howard the Psyduck? No. Don't ruin the one Pokemon I liked. Don't. Listen, I have a hatred for Pikachu just from, I again, I've never played. The only Pokemon game I've ever played is Pokemon Snap, which I'm told doesn't count by everyone. Um, so my only other experience with Pikachu is through Smash Brothers. And fuck that electric rat. I, if you're going to make a, a detective Pikachu movie, I just wanted them to go full noir with it. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Just black and white. Pikachu chain smoking. Oh uh, yeah. The entire film. They have Dame in there and it's, it's called out as a pejorative. I, I don't know that I necessarily need a black and white. They, they attempt noir in this. They attempt a lot of, who, a lot of mysteries and, and, seriousness that doesn't really land because it's a pg film i'm just picturing pokemon sin city is that what you're picturing absolutely yes frank miller's pokemon city i don't think pokemon detective pikachu nails the noir and it could have done more noir but i guess it also doesn't nail the maybe one thing that i really hope that we were going to get is one or two good pokemon battles and we get really no good pokemon battles yeah, because the Charizard scene, he just runs away. Right. The sticky monkey scene, he runs away, which that's a great move. You should run away. That's terrifying. Um, Mewtwo whoops his ass immediately, but Mewtwo whoops everyone's ass immediately. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. Was there anything else? There's the Blastoise versus Gengar that we get hints of while yeah. they're they're walking around the arena. Yeah, and I don't want to say that there's nothing here because there are some really good shots in right. some of these Pokemon battles. In particular, yeah, the Blastoise that spins all around, blasting in every direction. That looked awesome. Yeah, that oh, looked yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Loved that. Um, yeah, and I don't want to say that it looks like shit because the CGI in this movie looks really, really fucking good. Really good. I They did a really good job of making the Pokemon not look realistic, but look photo real. 
Like right. fur looks like fur, but they still have like animated cartoon features to them. Yeah. The uh so the the guy that they got to design it um is some artist that was doing these photorealistic Pokemon on the internet and uh the studio was like we want his art to do the concept art. And so they got him and and I I agree with you. I love that they lean into the uh the the cartoony feels so that the Pokemon still feel like these fantastic creatures, but they have the the sort of like textures that you might expect of a real creature. It works right. out. Okay, yeah, I'll well. give you that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They they appear to have like a physical weight and they make sense within the movie's universe of it, but they're still unmistakably a, a cartoon creature yes. of sorts. Yes. Um, and so, you know, they stay out of that like Lion King uncanny valley. Right. They absolutely nailed that. I assumed the problem with the fights, because we just don't really get to see much of the fights. No. Um you know, the ones that our main characters are involved in, they're usually, like, depowered. Like, Pikachu doesn't know how to use his electric powers, or they're just yeah, trying to run you, away. You don't want kids to see him get hurt. They don't like that. <laughs> That's probably true. It is PG. No. That's what the whole game's built on. It is Pain. PG, but this is also Pokemon, and there are some fucked up scenes in some Pokemon movies, even including Pikachu getting murked. So, like, it happens. Oh. Yeah, it happens. I assume it was just largely a cost thing. And because it is a kid's movie, you don't really have to show them the good stuff. You're just implying stuff to kids and then they do the rest in their head. That's true. Your Pikachu isn't good enough because he doesn't have a hat. And right. now this one has a hat. It's a totally <laughs> new Pokemon. And you're right that there are like shots that are good. Psyduck, when Psyduck finally explodes, when they pay that off oh, and he man, blows up great. the Greninjas, that shot is great. I yeah. really enjoy that. It's well animated. It feels really powerful. Right. And also, same little guy. Same. <laughs> right. It's, that is like, looks like footage from every Christmas and Thanksgiving my mom right. had to organize. <laughs> Right, just get a jar of cranberry sauce blowing up in there somewhere and just like the wild <laughs> eyes that's when you know like oh shit get down jay you were freaking out about the pokeball they used in the beginning of the movie like just full-on ranting yeah well i thought it was they're... fine uh, i don't i think they look really stupid in reality and the they just I don't know. It looks like a shitty bocce ball that somebody has and painted and it, it doesn't. So they're throwing bocce work. balls at animals to knock yeah. them unconscious to right. kidnap them. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I didn't like it. Maybe I haven't seen anything else where they have um, quote unquote real life pokeballs. So maybe it's just that it's new to me and it was alien and weird, but I didn't enjoy it. I don't think I've ever seen a real life Pokeball that didn't look kind of cringy and dumb. It's one of those <laughs> things that doesn't adapt well from a cartoon. It's got to be big. It's got to be big enough, right. um, which doesn't look right in an actual human hand. The whole throwing it to hit a creature just doesn't look as good in real life as it does in a cartoon. No, it just no, no part of it translates very well. Right. Also, I'm, I'm now imagining like, right in, in, the goal was to collect them all and you have all these fucking pokeballs like what do you do you just have a backpack full of fucking pokeballs what do you how do you label them do you label them with fucking 
Like, like you have magic a label cards. gun? Also, so you, you're telling me if you collect them all, you make every Pokemon fall in love with you? That just means you're a psychopath and you're good at manipulating. <laughs> all right. One of the most interesting scenes to me was the interrogation scene with Mr. Mime, who is a mime Pokemon, because that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that, but they do an interrogation with him, and it is kind of dark. Like, if you if you really think about how it yeah. works, it's yeah. really fucking dark. Tim, the son mimes dumping gasoline on the mime pokemon and then lights fake matches and drops one on accident and that's the end of the scene <laughs> so like do you mentally murder these mime pokemon if it thinks it's dead is it dead i hated all of this please yeah, explain I, the the mime has the ability to create at the very least fake walls when it mimes yeah. Like, right. So yeah. when it mimes a fake wall, there's an actual invisible wall there. Or door. So clearly it has its mind has the ability to create what it believes to some degree. So yeah, you you may have just immolated a sentient creature. I to be frank, I'm uncomfortable with Mr. Mime as Our a Pokemon entirely. Alone. Right. It's, <laughs> I I am because it's very hard for me to not look at that and not just see a weird dude. Like this, <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you think about his motorcycle escape? I I mean, I kind of loved it. It was adorable. <laughs> but... He mimes riding a motorcycle. His hair flows back like he's going really quickly, and his mouth is doing the thing. It's great. Also, in the uh, the original Pokemon TV show, Ash, the main character, yeah. his mom's Pokemon is a Mr. Mime. And she feeds him out of a dog bowl on the ground next to Pikachu, and it's an uncomfortable image. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. Yeah. I don't want to see it, that. Oh my it's God. bipedal. Why That's would you right. make it? <laughs> Man, so so that scene would have been a banger if they would have like filmed Tim and Pikachu walking out, and then the camera would have panned back, and there just would have been like a smoldering pile of bones or ash or something like that, you'd be like, oh, shit! It's dead! Yeah, that was one of the remarkably dark things they still decided to include in the movie for no apparent reason. The other one was uh, for me was the inclusion uh, at the beginning of the movie. The first scene we're introduced to Tim in is him attempting to capture a Cubone yeah. Pokemon, right? I yeah. liked that one. Yeah? Did you did you catch that the skull it's wearing on its head is the skull of its mother? Yeah. <laughs> I stand by it. You know, if, like, she was killed tragically and I was, like, you know, kung fu wandering to find her killer, yeah. Can we ask your mom permission for you to wear her skull once she dies? You can. <laughs> well, clearly none of us know what the fuck we're talking about with Pokemon. And we've been rambling on about Detective Pikachu for a while now. We need to get down to brass tacks and answer the question we do every week. Casey, I'm going to kick this off with you. From 2019, starring the voice of Ryan Reynolds, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, would you watch it again? 
So I have no nostalgia tied to this, no fond, fuzzy memories. Pikachu was pretty cute sometimes, but the Ryan Reynolds coming out of his mouth killed that cuteness because I don't think Ryan Reynolds in cute. I think Ryan Reynolds in like V-cut abs, uh, you know, like mm. a Blade 3 situation. So that didn't really land for me. Uh, I was distressed at the lack of Ken Watanabe in this. And I mean distressed. I was thinking about it constantly. I was so anxious. Like, when is he coming back? I felt like the girl in Memoirs of a Geisha where I had to wait like 16 years for him to show back up again. And it was really hurtful. Um, but I don't know. This just this movie was not for me. I'm not going to say it was a bad movie. It was not a movie I enjoyed. So, no, I would not watch Detective Pikachu again. But, Whoa. Jay, how about you? Ryan Reynolds and a smattering of Ken Watanabe. Would you watch it again? I really wanted to like Pokemon Detective Pikachu, despite all of the the childishness to it, because I really love Noirs, and I think the Pokemon angle could be a lot of fun. I would have loved to have seen like going through like a Pokemon underworld where you have like cigar smoking Pokemons acting as like mob bosses and like a a criminal underworld of Pokemon. That would have been so cool. It unfortunately leaned too much into the childishness for me. And I enjoyed Bill Nye, but I feel like it wasn't the greatest villain I've ever seen. There was a lot of telegraphing. I don't know. I just ended up being kind of disappointed. And it doesn't have that kind of terribleness that I laugh along with or that terribleness that I'm like, this is fun trash. It's just not for me. So no, I also won't be watching Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Detective Pikachu mm. again. But Dave, what about you? You brought this. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, would you watch it again? I did bring this, uh, which was weird because, as mentioned, I don't have any particular nostalgia for Pokemon either. I watched a lot of the TV show when I was a kid just because it was on, you know? You got um, up early? Got right. I, I did never watch the TV show. Yeah, but this is... I had like 20 channels and this was on one or two of them, so... Options were limited, but I haven't played the games. I haven't really followed too much of it since then. Uh, but I, I think this was actually a pretty admirable effort for what it is. As mentioned, the CGI looks fantastic. I'm really, really impressed with the visuals of this movie, uh, at least in terms of the textures in the design of the Pokemon. Uh, the battles weren't quite there for me. You get a couple cool shots, but otherwise I didn't have as much of that as I had hoped there was going to be. I don't really dislike anybody's performance here, but I don't feel like there's anything I'm going to get out of a rewatch that I wouldn't get from just watching the trailer. So, <laughs> wow. no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to rewatch it either. It wasn't a bad movie. I just, you know, yeah, just, I don't think it was for us. Yeah, and that's okay. Just wasn't no for shade. us. If you, if you got kids and it hooks them in any way, I think this is one of the most tolerable kids movies to have on loop. Yeah, in your home. for sure. I'd take this over Frozen any day of the week. I'll say that. Absolutely. Fair enough. Well, I have a, a bit of a strange conclusion, but that is it. Zero out of three of us are going to watch Pokemon Detective Pikachu again. Not how I thought that would go this week, but Cinemites at Home, you tell us. Have you seen it? Uh, or would you watch it again? Get a hold of us and let us know. We've all had our individual choices for the month. we got to finish it out with some roulette picks. Casey, what do we have on the calendar for next week of Living Toys? 
Well, you almost brought real steel instead of Detective Pikachu, and a knockoff Rock'em Sock'em Robots film was too much for me to pass up, so I kind of just threw it on the list. Damn it, we're oh, going to watch Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. A huge Ackman. Um, <laughs> and I'm really excited. If his shirt stays on, I will riot. In the meantime, follow us on social, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema, or shittycinema.com to check the description below if you didn't catch all that. If you want to help us out, give us a five-star rating on Spotify. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, shove our dad in a Pikachu, and finally mend that relationship. Huh?